Welcome to the Inside Chat podcast, co-hosted by founder of the Delforge Group, Valerie Delforge, and ex-salon owner and business coach, Amy Gordon. We'll be sharing weekly episodes with you where Valerie and Amy discuss hot topics and questions sent in from our listeners. A must-listen for all salon, spa, aesthetics, and skin clinic business owners. Check in every Monday, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll be here with a new episode ready to help you start your week off right. on retention of clients isn't it how you can ensure that in this day and age you have so much competition you have so much things happening around you you can re- get those clients to return mm-hmm. and retention is a KPI that's so so important for the salon owner mm-hmm. but it's really difficult to understand why is it the client is not coming back mm-hmm. and I think that's where the analyze of the business has got to be on you know, the new clients that haven't rebooked, why haven't they rebooked? The existing clients that are not coming back, why are they not coming back? So one of the easy way to do it, which is what I used to do with my reception, was to call every new client that haven't rebooked every single Monday. Mm. Hey, Amy, how are you? Hope you enjoyed last week, blah, blah, blah. Notice you haven't rebooked. Do you want us to look for an appointment? But it yeah. seems quite difficult sometimes to get the reception team to do it. I know, because they, they feel like it's a salesy call or, yeah. you know, they're nervous about making those calls. But I think if you make it more of a, a, a care call as such, probably not the way to put it, but, yeah. you know, it, you're, it's, it's customer care. So you're just checking in with them. Did they enjoy their first visit? Was everything okay for them? Was there anything else they would have liked us to do? Mm. Um, and did they want to get booked back in um, because we're getting busy or we know you only like Fridays at a certain time, so we're yeah. conscious that we get you booked back in. But it's also the things that you may not notice that aren't so obvious that put people off coming back. Yes. So, I mean, I can think of some really key ones that I used to really dislike you know but whether it's um and I used to always get my team not to do it was to stand come and stand behind reception oh, and God, yeah. chatting so that when the client walks in it, it, it you feel very intimidated as a client and I felt like that going into other places before mm. in the past um or you're just overhearing the chat of someone's personal life or oh, yes. that and actually don't get me started I mean, so there's <laughs> well, so yeah, many let's get used to okay. <laughs> so so there's that in a group environment but also it's an overshare from the therapist as well for me as a client you're quite nosy in the nicest possible way you, you can be quite nosy as a client you ask where someone lives do they have a husband do they yeah. you're asking the therapist this mm. and um I always used to kind of try and tra- well, I used to train my staff in terms of how to answer so you give enough mm. but not too much yes yeah because you don't yeah. want to go into oh well I did have a boyfriend but then he split up with me and he yeah. cheated on me and so they or don't- a political debate that <laughs> yeah. I had with a hairdresser once which was like I'm not too sure where to stop yeah. <laughs> talking about Brexit was just not really the conversation I was looking for while yeah. I was having my hair done um you know, to the extent that he was going on and on about it. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, it's a subtle 
the subtle little details, isn't it? That yeah. makes a difference. When you're mm. talking about the reception, I remember going into a mystery shop one day and it took five minutes for the reception to actually acknowledge me because they were so busy mm. typing away. There was two hairdressers, it seemed, talking behind them about something, didn't acknowledge me. And there was a, a, a person who looked like she was from the restaurant because they had a little coffee restaurant bar next to it was really avoiding eye contact. Perhaps she didn't speak English or, you know, she didn't really want to deal with me. So I was just standing there thinking... "Mm." And that already puts a terrible connotation to what we go on and on and on about the customer journeys. I mean, that first impression is so key. And and that's why we we always go on about reception as well. So it's that first impression. That leaves... uh, For me, that leaves a lasting feeling for the client... But I was reading somewhere this, uh, um, uh, uh, I don't know if it's a quote, but it was, they were saying that you can forgive the first impression mm. if the rest of that customer journey is actually spot on. Yeah. And mm. you can forgive, or you can see the reception's busy or, yeah, there's too many people, not very comfortable. But if after that the customer journey is really good, mm. then you could forgive. Yeah. But if across the, the, the journey you actually encounter loads of little nibbly things that not necessarily conscious of it. Mm. Sometimes you're not really conscious of it, but you're kind of like, mm, not feeling amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, again, along the journey, untidiness, oh, God, yeah. cleanliness, yeah. if that isn't there. You know, I've walked into places before where the pedicure area, you can see sort of toenail clippings still there yeah. from the last person or the wax pot is dirty, there's drips down it. I was oh, wax pot. It's one of those, yeah, yeah, for sure. Things like that, the cleanliness, the hygiene, the dust on the um, skirting boards, mm. when they lie down, if they're looking up, cobwebs. There's all those tiny touch that seem mm. not so much, but actually they, they really do put mm. a client off because you want to go somewhere where you, which is friendly, warm, also, that's another thing. If it's too too cold, I think is yeah, that has you know, and, and and no one checking if it's too yeah, cold. Yeah. But you know, the the warmth, the friendliness, the people, the professionalism, the cleanliness, the hygiene. But I've worked in places where you know there was no investment to be done because we were you know it was a, a, a places that were really going down mm. in terms. So the whole point was. I don't know, I was always a troubleshooter, you know, let's go in and try and bring it back up to life as such. And, you know, for me, before the aesthetic of the place, let's work on the team, let's work on how you function, because if the team gets it right, the customer won't necessarily notice all these little things as much because they feel really welcome. Mm -hmm. So that's the only way I kind of could focus on, because I had no budget to invest in the new this and new Mm -hmm. that and paint or whatever. And then as it grew with the team perspective, then you can start investing because you're making more more budget. So so to me, the customer journey has got to be right. How you welcome the people, how you, you you know, the little details of Mm. if I'm doing my nails, you're offering me a coffee and I'm full of foil and I'm seeing my coffee getting it cold because it's the tiniest little handle. Mm. I can't even drink it. Things like that is Mm. simple, but actually still very... Yeah. annoying <laughs> yeah and you're right I think if you could go to the to the most amazing gorgeous mm. high-end place yeah. and it be spot on and if the staff aren't 
you just going to feel yeah. the coldness of everything. If it's it? cold and it's so apparent as a mm. client, it's so, or they don't want to be there or whatever it yeah, may be, yeah, you yeah. just get that feeling. And something I was always so proud of within my clinic was that, the. I mean, you'd ask or someone would leave a review. It sounds ridiculous, but most of the reviews would be about how, how warm it was in terms mm. of how they felt it was their one place to come and relax and yeah, get that five so minutes important. to themselves before they went into their treatment. And they might be having something like waxing, which, let's face it, isn't the most yeah, relaxing treatment. Relaxing, yeah. But it was their time to themselves. The coffee was amazing. Mm. It had a biscuit on the side. You know, it was that that they commented on. Yes. And yeah. so, you know, that just goes to show that mm. there, it's that immediate feeling that they get. And that's what you want. And consistently. I think that's the key, though, mm. isn't it? It's that consistency. I went to another place not long ago where the therapist was basically... Uh, you know, putting the mask on, and then she <laughs> just said, "What's well, out the mask?" I'm just gonna go toilet. She was talking about her boyfriend a lot, oh, no. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, fine." Uh, and then she said, "I'm just gonna go toilet while the mask is on." Is that? Like, no, <laughs> I don't need to know. <laughs> I don't want to know. Are you gonna wash your hands? Are you not gonna wash your hands? What do I need to do? You know, it's yeah. just oversharing because yeah. I was a bit friendly and blah blah blah. So it's just obviously for her. Maybe it's a long day. So they want to, but that was just not necessary. But it's so different from beauty to hair as well, isn't it? Yeah. The hair you have to have. Different, yeah. Such a different... It's a different environment, different chat, different conversation. And I think actually, you know, it, the right hair salon can, that's, you can take that. Yes. And actually you expect that different environment, that more vibey kind mm. of, you know, upbeat maybe chatting about things that you wouldn't necessarily chat about within yeah. the skin clinic setting. So, yeah, you, you have to go with mm. with the premises that you're in as such. But also listening to the client in some mm. ways to what it is that they want. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes I'm so busy and it's not a mystery shop. I just want to have my nails done. Yeah. I'm the worst one with my headphones on. I mean, they learn I don't want to talk. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so bad. <laughs> but you see the vibe, isn't it? Exactly. Thank you for joining us. We really enjoy sharing our thoughts on various topics. If you have a burning question, simply comment below. Don't forget to subscribe and hit that notification button to keep up to date with each new episode.